guys. Welcome to another episode of After the Whistle. I'm Becca, re-bringing us in for the second time, which means this is our fifth episode. Woo. How do you feel about that, Evan? I am slowly dying inside, but thank you for asking. Uh-huh, anytime. <laughs> Kellen? Yeah, another day we get to spend with you, so <laughs> love it. Yep, everyone does. Kaylin? Yeah. <laughs> Feels great. Love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess the first thing we're going to talk about is what is currently happening as we speak. It's the global series in Finland, Jets vs. Panthers. We are currently legally streaming <laughs> the global series, the second game of the series between Florida and the Jets. After a big win yesterday. Oh, yeah, Hattrick Line. Thanks to... <laughs> I can't say it. What are you going to say? Thanks to Line. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, she was going to say the daddy. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we have to talk about that. Who's the, who's the daddy? <laughs> I think you, yesterday daddy. was pretty obvious that yeah. it's Line. Yeah. And he's, the daddy. and he's got to be the daddy today, too. Daddy is a full-time job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a full, it's a position. Team dad. Well, Becca made a poll, and the majority said... Oh, let me pull up my results, actually. Line like, is daddy. It wasn't, it wasn't even close. My favorite... Favorite meme is with uh, Maury saying, Line is in fact the daddy. (laughs) My (laughs) most popular poll to date, people love the Jets. 57 votes for Line, 10 votes for Barkov. Who would vote for Barkov? Um, I did. Yeah. Traitor. Goodbye. I'll just leave now. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) 10 people voted for Barkov. so. So there's that. Well, 10 people don't know what a daddy is then. Kaylin. We're not. We're not gonna get into what, what is a daddy. What is? This podcast is about hockey. Evan, what Evan, is? what's the definition of daddy? <laughs> the hockey daddy. Uh, do you want the actual definition the or hockey. the kinky definition? Your, de- your definition. Evan. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> nice segue. Why is Why is Lion A the daddy? <laughs> he we're had a hat trick in Finland. I don't think yeah. we're appreciating the. Hattrick Line in Finland. Yeah, like that's Patrick Line that, landed. That's a in huge moment for him. Yeah. That's homecoming. He doubled his goals in one game because he was really bad. But yeah, that was, his, game, so. that was his first point since October eighteenth. Like he hadn't scored or gotten assist, nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Like that, five games. That's his the the empty net goal was his first even strength goal since the second game of the first round against yeah. Minnesota last and year. And is that still even like even strength? It was, yeah, it was. <laughs> like, it's, it's considered oh, it, but, like, yeah, like yeah, it was empty night, he's yeah. got to score, like, an actual five-on-five goal soon. Well, he's taking a face-off here. He's, whatever. We're not going <laughs> to narrate the game. Live We're not going to narrate the game here, but. Yeah, the puck is just dropped. Okay, stop. You're literally a second ahead of me. <laughs> Sorry. If they score, shut up. I won't say it. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk about the line A hat trick yeah. a little bit? Yeah, let's we're going to talk, talk about hat trick line A. Let's talk about the good I, things of yeah. the Jets' performance. <laughs> I would just like to point out that I called his first goal of the night. We you get did. It. The day. Sorry. But okay, but calling a line A power play goal isn't a hard goal Let to make. Let me have it. Let me have it. You win five games without a point. That's true. Yeah. So I just felt it in my bones. It was a classic yeah. setup. Did too. you, though? I was like, whoa. Here we go. Look, he shivered. Yeah. Well, he yeah. called it as soon as as yeah. soon as the power play started too. Yep. It wasn't just like, oh, like I see this setup happening. He knew what was going on. Yeah. The best thing going for the Jets in that first Global Series game was the Florida Panthers penalty kill. Because that's like, like the first one was, you know, it was a cross ice pass and it went through Barkov at the time and I was like, yeah, you know, that was a cross ice pass and then. Like, Lana has to control it and then shoot, and it sort of went under Reimer's arm. Mm-hmm. But that second power play goal on the five on three, like, the puck went, like, right by the forward, killing the penalty. 
I don't know if Did that's I a good strategy to to kill the penalty. Were we in class at that time? Uh, yeah. Oh, you just watched like recaps? Yeah, that was the third period, and, and uh, we were in class. Yeah, <laughs> period to miss. I know. Well, it's, it's a just, lot of PR. It's bizarre that <laughs> they have these games on uh, <laughs> in the afternoon at one o'clock in the afternoon on a work day that nobody has the holiday for. Like, who's gonna watch these games? Yeah, well, they could have. In Finland, it's it. not one o'clock in the afternoon. No, exactly. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, he, he means like a different time of year, so more viewers. More like a week. So the Panthers are the, the Jets are eight four and one now, but I mean, they're eight four and one, but they still haven't. I feel like they've probably gotten two real like dominant wins. That was the one yesterday and the one against St. Louis, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and maybe the one against LA as well. So three, I guess, of their eight wins are like actual, you know, Jets wins. Like playing Jets hockey, but you'd rather, yeah. But you have to start somewhere, so it's a good, it's a good building block for the Jets going forward. But the Florida Panthers, that's pretty rough, dude. Yeah, they're bottom two, four, and three. Yeah, who saw that coming? Uh, but they they got some nice <laughs> overtime losses. Yeah, they, they haven't been playing <laughs> really stretch Get those, <laughs> get those one point games. Get those pity points. Yeah, I wouldn't say they've been playing poorly, and they don't have a bad squad. No. They're just, uh, just not putting it all together. I don't really know what the answer is. Maybe get some goaltending when when um, Luongo, yeah, Luongo gets back. IR, yeah. Maybe. Jesus. I cannot wait till Lou comes back. Huge fan. Bobby have been Lou? since oh, since I was eleven. Well, you're wearing the Vancouver Canucks shirt yep. in studio today. I have a Canucks jersey that says Luongo on the back, number one, and I also have a Panthers jersey that says Luongo on the back because I'm a fan of him. Seriously, I do. Wow. That's Big weird. Big fan of Luongo. I am. Yeah, I am. You have a Florida Panther jersey. So you're to support the one. Luongo. So you're I don't support the Panthers. I support Luongo. You feel? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> Kellen's like, no, can't relate. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you don't have to cheer for the team if you cheer for the player. Um, and I would, yeah, no, no, and no, I don't change loyalties easily. Like, you're right. Thank you. The, I actually agree with Becca. Note this down. Wow, <coughs> this is an iconic Mark Andre Fleury, not a Vegas fan. No, Fleury fan. Love him. But don't you want him to succeed? Yes. Like, and I'm not so a fan of Vegas, but like, I'll go- we can't do anything about the team they're on. I guess but- by default. If you want him to succeed, then that means the team he's on will have success. So well, you want the no, team not to succeed to have the player no. have success. No. He can play Disagree. well. He can perform well and still have a bad team in front of him. I mean, obviously that's unfortunate that he won't get the outcome like, that he wants. I but. can't do anything about the team he's on, and I'm not just going to change my loyalties. I feel like you can tell which players are your favorites if they do get traded and you still follow their playing career after yeah, they totally. leave the team that you originally started watching them for. It was yeah. a really sad day when Luanka was traded. I cried. When Andrew Ladd was I'm traded. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, I, I God, cried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just laughs> Missed that guy. <laughs> when when Luanka was traded to, to Florida, I cried. Really? I did. Oh I was really God. upset because like I love the tears. Like a little bit, yeah. Because I I love the Canucks and I love Luongo and I was it was sad for me. But I'm okay he, now. He was he was to the Canucks what Flurry is to the Knights. Oh, don't put them at the same level. Oh, yeah. well, no, Luongo, no, I'm saying like on their teams. Like, like Luongo was definitely like he had like a leadership role without being yeah. able to have a letter. Luongo's in net tonight too. So oh wow, well, tonight this afternoon, right yeah. now. Yeah, currently. currently. Wow, jinx. You pick him up mm. on waivers. So. I have three goalies. I can't. My, it doesn't let me. I've tried. <laughs> it 
fantasy doesn't let me anymore. You didn't play Anderson last night, and he had like over eleven points. I know. <laughs> I was so happy. Oh. I'm still beating you. I know. The Fast and the Flurious took a win last week, a surprising win, oh, and they're up for another one this week. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. It says here, who wrote that? Was that you, Kaylin? It was me. Kaylin, you say that Barkov and Line are basically equal on paper. Equal in terms of what? Explain yourself. Okay, just in regards of, like, points and totals. I'm not saying in regards of, like, actual, like, like performance and chances on the ice. So they're not equal. Because I feel like Barkov is... A really strong he's strong right he's a strong centerman and he's a number one center so if you were let me pose a hypothetical here we didn't write this down but if you were to have one player to start a team with who would you start with Barkov or Line? regardless of who's daddy or not <laughs> Line. well you'd start with Line. oh really well like fresh from scratch yeah wait are you saying you take Barkov he's a centerman you you look for number one centers and you can. We don't get need a number one center when we no, have. No no no! If you if don't have a team. A team oh sorry, I was scratch. not I was not listening. <laughs> no yeah, I guess I would start from the center and go out. Yeah, and, but I mean, Line scores forty, so Line is going to be Ovechkin. Jeez. It, yeah, but Line also needs someone to get those assists for him too. Yeah, he needs a strong centerman. Right? Yeah. Barkov's a strong distributor of the puck. I'd say he had like. You know, over 75 points last year, I believe. If not that, the year before. So he can put up points. I wouldn't say he's a superstar yet, but he can put up the points. But And, and I feel like he's more consist- way more consistent than Line. I feel like Line, especially in his in the early goings of his career, is very streaky. <clears throat> he has a tendency to go cold for long stretches yeah. and then get ridiculously hot and score like eight goals in like four games. But, you know, for me... I, I, you build center out to start with, and I feel like even though Line A is a superstar on the wing, I got to go with the big, strong centerman to start my team. That's my take, though. Kellen, what do you got? Um, just to follow up on the points for last year, he had 78 points in 79 games, so basically yeah. a point-per-game player. Wow, Line Patrick a? Line A, 6'5". Okay, I can only Google one thing at a time. <laughs> I'm we really, I'm always, always impressed. I'm always impressed by the heights of these guys. And Barkov six so three. Yeah. Wait, did you just say height? He's six five. Oh God, that's taller than my dad. And Line A last <laughs> year had St- was also six five last year. Seventy <laughs> points <laughs> in eighty two games. So he had nine less, eight less points in three more games. Yeah, but scoring goals was harder than getting second assists. Yeah, forty four yeah. goals. Like, come on. Well, that's the yeah. thing. If you're just looking at, like, base points. No, I'm, I'm taking line A. Yeah, Still if you're just looking so, right? at base points, like, yeah, they can put up numbers that are in <clears> relatively <throat> the same area. But obviously, yeah, they're doing different things for their team. I didn't mean that they were equal. Like, they're, oh, like if you put Markov mm. with the Jets, like, he's not going to do the same thing. And if you put Lining with the Panthers, he's definitely not going to do the same thing there. So. And I think Barkov does more with less in Florida, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, mm. yeah you could argue that. And yeah. then, also, I don't think he'd be... Like, from what the team we have now, I don't think I'd take him as my number one center. No, yeah. So that's why I would go with line A and hope to get a better center elsewhere. I mean, in the draft, you you always start with the top pick, and line A would come before Barkov, probably. Yeah, so. sorry, Alexander. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're looking at it from that perspective, you always want to pick the best player available, then yes. If you're looking to fill a need, like you said you are, Evan, then yeah, you'd probably pick Barkov. <laughs> like, if you're the Maple Leafs, you would have took Barkov. Yeah. If they didn't have Matthews or Tavares. Well, no, yeah, forget that. Matthews was doing good week one, but no. Okay, oh, no. get over it. I can't. He's on IR now, too. 
Yeah, so is Jonathan Quick. <clears throat> Again. Again. Don't you? Is he on your team? <laughs> Tough. Kaylin, I like that take though, because I I'd agree that Line A is like a a higher ceiling. Mm-hmm. Like he's a higher skilled player. Yeah. And I guess yeah, you know that's I like that. That's an interesting take. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, that's what I meant by like arguably equal on paper. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean like oh yes, this is the same caliber of player. <laughs> They're the same person. Yeah, no. They eat the same yeah. chicken wings. Okay, so did you guys see that video of of Line A and, and Barkov eating the, those chicken wings? That video that they put yes uh, mm-hmm. for the NHL they published. Okay, that was actually not that bad. It was pretty cringy, but eh, I could deal with it. The one thing that I couldn't deal with was the one they played on the NBC broadcast <laughs> in between the first and second intermission. Okay, did you guys watch the NBC broadcast mm-hmm. or did you have the TSN broadcast? Uh, we watched the TSN broadcast. Okay, I was watching the NBC one, so let's get into it here. Is my timer ready to go here? I'm ready. It's time for What's Eating Evan. And go. Okay, that segment where Line A is like playing games with Jeremy Roenick is the most cringy, like, and like, how did Line A agree to that? Like, how could you even be a good sport about this? It was just so unbelievably forced. It's like, oh yeah, Line is a gamer and is like, Oh well, we want to make him look like he's playing video games. So we're gonna get Jeremy Roenick to play Fortnite with him. Fork knife, sorry. Like, <laughs> okay, that's pretty weird to begin with. And then they start playing Operation, and it's like the worst acting you've ever. It's not actually the worst acting, but it's really bad acting. And then they're shooting pucks because, oh yeah, now they're gonna have a shooting contest, and Lion's gonna win it. But they have these pallets set up, and these coke cans, and when they hit the pallets, they like rock back and forth. And the Coke cans fall on the ground. And it's not even working. Like, their entire production was so... I mean, granted, they're in Finland, and they ha- they have only a limited amount of stuff to work with. But, man, the NHL's got to step up their production and market their stars in a way that's actually entertaining and not just forced bullshit. What's my time at? It's <laughs> over. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Just- what do you guys think? What... What the hell was going on? Did somebody delete the entire Google Doc? <laughs> Becca. <laughs> she didn't know how to, like, edit undo. So, so honestly, we were... <laughs> I was not listening to a lot of what you no, said. No, I, I, I was listening. Evan, I didn't hear your rap because I accidentally deleted the Google Doc. <laughs> I didn't. Do you want to give us a recap? Okay, um, yeah, yeah, the please. cliff notes, the cliff notes. NHL, make better videos. Yeah, they're trying it. so hard to be relatable. I related so to that. Bad. Did you? <laughs> of course you did. On what level? I like chicken wings. Oh, okay. Well, I like line eight. Well, they found their target audience. It's Kellen. Just oh, hey, <laughs> Kellen. The Jets scored. Did you guys see that? What no. The? Yeah, I think it was Ehlers. Oh no. God. Yes! No, it was Yeah, it was Ehlers. 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 It was Ehlers? Yeah, it was. From Wheeler. You got two more points, Whoa. Evan. Ehlers from Wheeler. And there you have it, folks. My live action. Why I like Ehlers. There you go. He gets there. Because he scored he gets a there. goal. And he, he scored a goal. Because he Let's gets see there. this. See what's happening here. Let's see this goal. Wow. <laughs> Look. Ooh. Oh, beautiful. Oh, nice. Ooh, nice, nice rebound. rebound. He's getting in close. All right, what's next on the agenda here? <laughs> now that, now that we have it back. <laughs> that was really funny. Constant line switching? Are you? Yeah, that pissing oh, me off. Yeah, true. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> Go ahead, Colin. So, Paul. How are, how are these players supposed to build chemistry with these line mates when you're switching them? Every game. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. And also, 
Rosalvik got pulled out today for Patan. Sure, Patan's great. Cool. Whatever. Give him a chance. Free Patan. Hashtag free Patan. Anyways, how's Rosalvik supposed to stay in the lineup and produce when you give him like six minutes a game? It's probably more than that, but like... I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's around six. So like, how are you expecting him to produce when he gets no ice time and then you're going to take him out? Like, give him some people to play with. Like, let him play with people. I think Line's <laughs> what? Well, you have to get Line A going, right? And yeah. so he wasn't going with little as a centerman wasn't working. They tried to get in the preseason. There wasn't a lot of chemistry there to begin with. They tried, and I don't think it worked. And the Line A and Ehlers, they have a good friendship off the ice, but I don't think that it necessarily always translates to good chemistry on the mm-hmm. ice. So they tried him with Wheeler and Shifley. Again, they tried to make that work, but Line A on the left wing still doesn't look 100% comfortable. He seems to be more competent, or confident, sorry, and competent, I guess, on the right side. And then I feel like it's moving Line A around that's necessarily switching the entire lineup because he's the only reason he's changing his all his lines is because he wants to get Line A going. Yeah. I would like to see Roslevic center in between Line A and Connor. Interesting. You know, <laughs> I, before the season started, I thought that they would go with um, Roslevic, Connor, and Wheeler on the right side because Wheeler is really good at driving play. You know, he can he's responsible defensively, and he's played center before, so he can mm-hmm. take faceoffs and everything. So I thought that him and Roslevic mm-hmm. together would really put Roslevic in a place to succeed. But apparently Roslevic, they gave him Perot on the, on the fourth line, but that didn't last long because Perot <laughs> – he complained to the media, and you gotta love Perot when he like openly like questions his his coach's decisions to the media because he wasn't happy with his ice time. So that only lasted one game, and now Perot's in the top six again. Yeah, it's it's tough when you don't have a lot of chemistry in your in your lines, and then you don't want to you don't want to change your lines too much, as you were saying, Colin. But at the same time, you gotta get everyone going. I think the one thing that with injuries. Injuries necessitate new lines, right? They <coughs> necessitate, like, you're forced out of necessity to create chemistry, right? So the Jets haven't had to deal with any injuries so far, which is good, mm-hmm. but then on the other side, now you're forced to – you're you're voluntarily changing all your lines to try and get people going, and it, and it you know, causes scrutiny from local podcasts, I suppose. Did you say <laughs> scrutiny? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I agree with you, like the Wheeler thing, but for me, I feel like they just like keeping Wheeler and Shifley together. I just, they, I think they need to try moving away from it and see what happens. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like they're really stuck on that pairing specifically. And And I don't don't think it's a bad thing, but I do think they should try pairing Shifley and Wheeler with other Well, and look at last year when Wheeler had to play center. He did great. Yeah, he did. Maybe you want to put him second line center. What I see when Shifley and Wheeler play together is like, Shifley turns into a shooter when Wheeler, because Wheeler's such a great passer, right? Yeah. And whenever you put anybody else with Shifley, especially Line, Shifley turns into a pass-first guy. Oh, yeah, because you're going to pass to Line. Yeah, exactly. He wants to find Line and get that shot off. And it's good for Line if he can get open, but Line can't always get open. He doesn't yeah. always find that, that quiet area to, to score well, from. Well, exactly. He, he's like a veteran. He relies on that spot. Exactly, right? It, right on the left side with yeah. the right-hand shot. And when you have Shifley not really being a shooting threat, I don't think you want that out of your number one center either because you want Shifley to bring it in all ass f- facets of the game. He kills penalties. He, he's on the power play. He can shoot. He can pass. He can control the puck in the offensive zone. He does everything, right? So I think they want to bring that out of Shifley more. That's why they. That's why him and Wheeler are basically married. They have to be together. M- Maurice will ne- likely, if they're both healthy, they'll never split up. So I don't know. It's, it's clearly had success in the yeah. past. But, but if you did, who would move? 
What do you mean? Well, like, you'd leave Shifley as well, first Well, leave Shifley you? on first line, and then, like, if we were to move Wheeler? Yeah, who would you bring up? Who would you rather see come up to the first line? Line A. Line A? Line A with Shifley? I'd rather, have, I'd rather have Line A with Wheeler, I think. Because, like you um, said, he's such a great passer. Well, then, oh, so you'd have Wheeler play center. Yeah. Oh, like, on the second no, line? No, like, not saying it would work, I said, but if you're going to move your lines all the time, why not give it a shot? Hmm. Because little, like, little, good, like, he's a good player, whatever. Third line center, maybe. I don't think he cuts as a second line center now. I'd agree with that. Yeah. So I feel like trying something like that would maybe help the team. Like, maybe Rosalbeck's not ready to be a second line center. Yeah. Which makes sense. So maybe gives Wheeler that. But then if you're putting little on the third line, Rosalbeck's. Move Wa- yeah. Rosalbeck to the wing. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, what I might do is put Rosalbeck on, on Wheeler's wing. If you're to play yeah. Wheeler at center, which I think. Because, like, last year when Wheeler played center, he did it because he was like, Shifley's injured, I'll put me in coach, mm-hmm. I'll do it, I'll play center. I don't think he likes playing center, nor do I think he's comfortable doing it. Mm-hmm. He just sort of does it out of necessity, and he was good, but he's more effective on the wing, I'd say. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure after the success of, of last season, I'm sure they've tried stuff like that in practice. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me that they haven't tried to switch lines like that or, like, split up Shifley and Wheeler, and maybe it wasn't working the way they wanted to, or maybe they don't want to fix what isn't broken i mean as long as they're still winning do what you're doing right but true and if we go on like a stretch maybe we'll see some some interesting combos yeah if they go on on an extended losing streak but they haven't no let's hope that doesn't happen becca do you have any gritty updates for us this week i can always muster up a gritty update (coughs) thought so uh so this week was halloween as we all know and on the previous, yeah, you didn't know. Oh yeah, I knew. Oh yeah, <laughs> you were there. I, yeah, it was all, a whole. It was a day. whole day. All day. Okay. Yeah. So Wednesday was ha- hollow Halloween. <laughs> it's Halloween, anyways. And Gritty was hyped because people were gonna be him. I wasn't. But shame. He has a series of tweets, literally just talking about himself. Classic. I'm freaking out right now. This whole day is nuts. Orange. Everywhere. These grifties think they can just steal my look. It ain't me. Do these gritty grifties have squeaky hands? Both hands. Check those fuzzy paws reaching into your candy buckets. No squeak? It not me. Wait, gritty has squeaky hands? That's what he's saying, right? Oh my god. Height is also crucial. The top of this noggin scratches seven feet. Seven feet? <gasps> Dude's a monster. There's two 12-year-olds in there. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's it's confirmed. It's not, it's not lifts in the mascot's shoes. It's, it's like two average-sized people stacked on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. But one of them is orange and has a weird beard. Yeah. It's actually yeah. just not a mascot. Yeah, it's not a mascot. It's just, <laughs> it's just, just a person. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a seven-foot. <laughs> and then, uh, so height is crucial, he says. Um, take a deep look into those eyes. Only fixed in one direction. No movement at all. All offensive. Also not me. He's got googly eyes. That's true. Um, He also wants you to know that he's been referred to many times as thick with three C's. So if you see (laughs) thick with two C's or thick with one C grit, thou aren't me. (laughs) Thou aren't me. The commandments of gritty. If your Mabe's gritty walking on four legs, not two, it's probs a dog and also not me. V nice critters though. Pools give a good pet. (laughs) <laughs> oh my wow. god and rat stay gritty out there but not too gritty 
Oh my god. Needless to say, whoever's on this guy's Twitter is doing better than I am. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciated every moment of that. Can we stay on the topic of Halloween for a second? Yeah, of course. Of course. So me, Beck, and a classmate went to a movie. We went to see Halloween Stop. on Halloween. <laughs> oh, come Just on. Just going to say, Becca likes to scream in movie theaters. I didn't scream. Was it really that scary? She it, closed her eyes most of the time. I didn't close. And Mood. there, was a, there was a few screams. <laughs> I'm not I'm not good with... I, I watch them, but I'm not good with horror movies, okay? Pay $15 to not watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes weren't closed. My hands were just like up at my face the whole time because yeah. I was yeah. like... I get that. I cover my ears. I didn't cover your ears. Yeah, that's oh. what I do for scary movies. I cover my ears. Oh, oh I I didn't well. do that, but <laughs> oh my god, I listened to the movie. <laughs> I just didn't not, watch it. You're not giving me crap for this. <laughs> I'm not giving you crap because I was screaming in a movie theater. Oh, we haven't. But like, uh, whatever. Score up. The Panthers just scored. Speaking of daddies, <laughs> was da- it Barkov? Oh, it's Dadanov. He got a goal yesterday too. The real daddy. Yeah, oh, maybe. No, no, the real daddy is Temu. Temu, so Oh, long. my God. Yeah. What a rocket. That guy's awesome. Love that guy. Not, he a, gave s- a, not a single gray hair. My dad met him. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. we know. We get it. Your dad. Did your dad meet Timu Solani? He did. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Wait, did your dad meet Timu wait, Solani? Wait, your dad met him. <laughs> yeah. Like, in the flesh. Like, your dad, in person. My wait, dad met him. So you're telling me that your dad met Timu Solani? Yeah, and he got his autograph on, a, on his jersey and everything. No you way. got a photo? Yeah. When? Uh, like this past year. Oh, oh it was recently. Yeah. Wait, so I'm... your dad met. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Under what circumstances? Seriously, uh, Becca's kidding, but I'm not. Uh, at his workplace. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's actually cool, though. Yeah, it was pretty sick. I met a Jets player once when I was younger. Um, he's since um died. Not in the NHL anymore. <laughs> oh my god. Toby. Toby who? Oh my god, don't you dare disrespect. I said he's... N- I can't remember his name because he what? was that irrelevant. He, he played for the Jets? Like, it was like I was young. Peluso? Like, I think I was 12. Postma? Started with an S. Stewart? No. <laughs> oh, s- Slat? Oh, Slater? Oh, sli- no, 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 no. Yeah. Jim Slater? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that guy. I think I met him. Solid Great dude. fourth line center. He's playing in Europe now. Yeah. Met him when I was 12. Maybe Got a picture. he's at the game. Got a picture with him. So there's that. Nice. Cool. Thanks. Not as cool hey, as Timu, but... You know who described Jim Slater as the best-looking guy in the <laughs> NHL? You. Evander Kane. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he oh, actually? No. Speaking of Evander Kane... Speaking of Evander Kane... Oh, are we talk, Are we gonna? Are we going to talk about Evander? Yeah, he's let's in talk some, about it. He's in the headlines. I was serious, though. Evander Kane did describe Jim Slater as... Yeah, you know, I'm looking I, at pictures yeah. of him right now, and I disagree. Jim Slater? Or Vander There's many better looking people who are actually still in the NHL. I think I think he was he was joking. <laughs> oh good. Oh my god. You know it's wow. not a joke though? Of Vander Kane. What he was in the headlines for. Yeah. 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 He basically said he was gonna pay a girl uh to get an abortion. I think it happened like three times. I don't know, it happened a few times and he basically hasn't paid. And she went through with it. And already. she's done it yeah. multiple times, yeah. The same girl. Same girl. Has he made... This happened a few days ago? A couple days ago? The headlines were a few days ago, yeah. Has a statement been put out by, like, Kane's yeah, agent or... They just... I'm reading it right on Sportsnet. It came out uh, at 10.47 today. Okay. Oh, okay. So, What'd they say? Uh, I'll let you know. We received notice of uh, a filing of a, uh, of a lawsuit by someone referred to as Jane Doe alleging a breach of contract against Evander Kane. We firmly believe that this lawsuit is baseless. Both factually and legally, we will be aggressively defending this claim in court on Evander's behalf and assert all applicable counterclaims. 
Okay, so they're saying that it's not. They're just fully denying it. Okay. So. And who put this statement out? That was Evander Kane's lawyer. Okay. It's, very, Have, uh, it's possible it's not it's true. Possible. Like People oh, make claims yeah. on players all the time, but with the look, look, negative you, connotation to his name. Look at the uh, Patrick yeah. Kane incident a couple years ago. Remember that? Mm. Ugh. That was just a that was but that was all smoke un- and mirrors. There was nothing there. After the that, unfortunate the thing about that is that the Blackhawks didn't really even address anything at all, and and the NHL didn't either. And the reason I think their argument was like, oh well, there was no like proof. It didn't hold up in court. And I, I feel like a team should still stand behind their player and not necessarily you know defend them, but at least address things to fans who would have questions about that. Yeah, because not all fans are are you know think that well, like politics and and things <coughs> like this should be separate from like they are a public figure. Yeah, and like so, how would you how would you recommend a t- like what what do you want what would you want a team let's say a jet comes out with an allegation like that what okay. would you want the the Jets to do? I don't know. I, I feel like the Jets. Like you don't have to make a statement saying that you necessarily are going to take action about it, but just say that you're aware of what's happening. Don't act like you're like, oh well, that's not relevant to us because it is because that's your player. Yeah, and like you, maybe like you acknowledge that this does happen and that it's terrible and that we yeah. don't contone that behavior. Exactly. But at the same time, we're gonna wait and see what comes out of this. Oh yeah, so. obviously, like you're not gonna jump to conclusions, and you hmm. obviously can't release information that hasn't already been discussed in court just you know, just but. acknowledge the uh yeah case. but to acknowledge something like i don't i don't know if the sharks may or may not yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah but based on um you were saying uh yesterday we were kind of talking about this and you'd mentioned that when kane was traded to the sharks they kind of gave him all this publicity that tried to shadow his i guess bad uh like character decisions in the past yeah yeah so what happened was it was actually an article that I read in the uh, San Jose Mercury News. Oh, yeah. Was... <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> line it, line it, power play goal. Sorry. Oh, iconic. Rip, rip, Kellen. I'm playing you in fantasy. Rude. That was very rude of me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong time to say that. He Woo! just, he just riled me up. Sorry. Oh my god. Um. Anyways. So what happened was, in the San Jose Mercury News, they ran a story that basically framed all of Evander Kane's antics. All of the complaints people had about him in Winnipeg, all of the complaints and the stuff that went down in Buffalo when he was out partying with the NBA All-Stars and was late to practice and like all of the stuff that went down in Buffalo, they, they framed all of that as personality where it wasn't, it wasn't distraction. It was, it was just him being a, having a big personality and they want to, they want to embrace his personality and, and market him as a star in their market. I find and, that argument it's so strange that that the issue of personality well in this case it wasn't an issue but if you look at the canadians and pk suban and he was traded because there were personality issues Mm. or conflicts of personality in the room which i don't i don't really believe that's the reason maybe it was but i feel like that's a really terrible reason to trade someone (laughs) yeah I, i feel like there were other more like issues. classic montreal reasons yeah but it's interesting that the sharks used personality issues as a positive thing when in most cases you see teams being like oh like players need to have a personality but it needs to be kept in check mm-hmm. <laughs> or they shouldn't have one at all well it's like the, the it was before he signed his seven year 49 million dollar oh, contract yeah. so i think what happened was that the sharks we're doing this in pr at the moment in our pr class but pitched a story to the mercury news saying like hey if you want here's a story about evander kane that you guys could run and so they did they did sort of to break 
the water, you know what I mean? Like, to, I so. to sort of cushion the blow of the, he's going to resign here, and it's going to be long-term. Well, yeah, because how would the Sharks fans think, knowing, oh, they know his past. Like, they're yeah, not oblivious does. to it. And I guess to try and uh, persuade them and try and, you know, show them, like, oh, this is these are the good things that Evander can do. Yeah, exactly. And in the San Jose market is unique. Like, every mm-hmm. market in the NHL is unique. And specifically in San Jose, they have to – they need stars with big personalities so that they yeah. can market them because they have to compete against the Golden State Warriors. That's true. Which is why Brent Burns has been so successful, and he's such a big personality. They they let him be a personality mm-hmm. there, eh? And uh, it's the same reason why P.K. Subban didn't work in Montreal was because his personality was just – you know, it was too – centered around himself that they felt that, t- that it wasn't beneficial to the team so you're saying it wasn't like classic habs personality like is that what <laughs> i think <laughs> there was a switch in mentality mm-hmm. after this because i believe that year was they got off to a, like 12 game winning streak or something to start the season and then they you know bottomed out and everything sort of imploded after Kerry price got injured if i remember mm-hmm. that correctly and suban was just butting heads with everybody in the locker room because I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's I mean, that's from what from an outsider's perspective. That's what I saw. I, but I agree with Kalen in the sense that I've, like have your own personality. One hundred percent is something mm-hmm. that the NHL should be going for. But also, if they're not getting along in the locker room, it's not going to help them on the ice. Yeah, exactly. That was the PK Subban. That's the sort of the thing about personalities in the NHL. It sort of talks to a bigger issue. Everyone there's a large complaint in the media, speci- especially about a lack of personalities that the NHL can market. And it's because of this sort of old school mentality that your personality doesn't matter. It's the team, right? You have to lose that identity in order to, as, as Lou Lamorello says, you have to play for the crest on the front and not the name on the back. Yeah. So I don't know. Go ahead, Kellen. You were saying how they have to compete with like the Golden State Warriors, right? Yeah. They can't. Like, in, in California, you're not going to with the hockey team. Yeah. Like, hockey is out west. And the Golden State Warriors yeah. are the NBA, literally the only relevant team every year. That's fair. I don't follow basketball, and I can name, like, two teams. And it's, it's, basically, it's basically and LeBron <laughs> versus Warriors every Wasn't year. Wasn't there a team called the Heat? Wow, yeah. good job. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. I hate basketball. <clears throat> but, like, I'm just saying, overall, <laughs> like, the San Jose Sharks <laughs> yeah. cannot compete with the Golden State Warriors. Well, but, they're, but the thing is that they're trying to but like, bring in players like Evander Kane. In well, you want to grow your market exactly. in the city that you're There's in. There's no, like, yeah. yeah. In you order to well. grow market share in San Jose, you have to have personalities because, like, being a hard-nosed, like, old-school hockey mentality probably won't work in Silicon Valley. It's pretty, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's pretty progressive culture there, right? Yeah, whereas in Montreal, they want that. Yeah. Yeah. Arguably. I'm hoping know. the Carlson edition helps them too yeah me too I, he's on my fantasy he's team. like okay i don't care <laughs> <laughs> you're just salty because i beat you week one hey, get over that you need to get <laughs> over it Dual one more it. topic we have two canuck fans on our podcast here unfortunately in yeah. case you didn't know one's becca and one's and, kaylin and right. uh we have good taste so the nhl has named elias Pedersen the rookie of october oh nice i agree with that yeah I agree with that as well. Yeah, me too. Amazing. Great segment. <laughs> Glad we all agree on something. Can we just talk about how great Pedersen is? Yeah, oh, that goal yeah. Like, on his piece. first game back. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Oh, ten, okay. ten points oh. in eight games. He's <laughs> over. He's got. <laughs> he's got ten points in eight games, so he's over a point per game right now. And he was injured for a bit too, right? Yeah, he came back. And he came back, and he still produced. Came back, yeah, strong. From so. a non-like statistic point <laughs> standpoint, I think Pedersen is going to be good for the Canucks. It's good 
for Vancouver. They lost the Sedin Twins this year because they retired. It's a that's a loss for that team. But it, no, it's a gain for the team because they were dragging the team down. I know, but in regards yeah. to like I, I, but morale and everything, yeah, yeah, team morale, leadership. Yeah. Like I think Pedersen is going to be a good breath of fresh air for the Canucks and also for people going to watch those games. Like if you, <laughs> I watch Canucks games on TV, and attendance is so low. At that area. It's definitely mm-hmm. dropped. Yeah. It's dropped significantly so within sad. the past few years. Well, without him, what's the marketing point? Like, who exactly. are you going to go watch? Like, they if, don't really true have... fans, yes, but like, if you're going to go watch a yeah. player, they don't. Now they have one. Yeah, well, they have Besser and they have Horvat, and I feel like those are kind of like the faces of the franchise yeah. for them now that the city have retired. But now yeah. they have like a exciting yeah. playmaking. And I think that also makes the team excited. And mm-hmm. look at where they're starting. They're actually starting out quite strong this year, mm-hmm. which yep. is very surprising. I honestly didn't yeah. expect mm-hmm. them to just kind of like snap in, into like top three positions for most of the past month. We might not be getting ridiculed this year, Caleb. Well, I'm looking I at know. the Pacific Division, like it's possible. Wide open. Yeah. yeah. It's not just Californian teams that are dominating anymore. Yeah. And that's really exciting. And who wants to see that? Not me. Yeah, I'm getting bored of it. I'm excited to see these change-ups happening. I'm, I'm excited as a Canucks fan and also just someone who's who enjoys watching, like, you know, the ups and downs of different teams in different markets. Yeah. Like, I think it's an exciting time to be watching hockey and, and who's doing better. Yeah, I mean, parity was what the NHL was going for, and I think they've pretty much achieved it because anybody yeah. can beat anybody on any given night. Yeah. And, yeah, nothing is more indicative of that than the, than the Pacific Division yeah. right now. Except for San Jose, they're kind of still really good. Yeah. <laughs> what are we laughing Becca. at? <laughs> it's the wing commercial. Uh, it's the wing commercial. <laughs> and with this that. This one actually was, wasn't that bad. It was the one with Jeremy Roenick that was on NBC. It was the worst. Where oh. are they? <laughs> I love them. They're in Finland. They're I in wish Helsinki. I was with them. Is this a Finnish Smitty's? What is this? Hey, yeah, you do that, Frickles. And that's about it for this week. Well, we won't see you next week. That's a lie. Uh, you will hear us next week. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> On after the whistle. Bye. 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 Bye.